says it's recording. It's recording. It said that It'll last time. say it too. It said it last time mm. too. I checked it. I Stupid promise. Thing. All right. Living in a scientific age, we need citizens who know enough about science to make intelligent decisions about what they do. We've used science to, to prolong life, to increase security and happiness. But it can also be used for destruction. Are we going to use it constructively? It'll be up to you, and you too. You too. If they can see you now out on a punchup cruise, eating fancy food and doing what you choose, So that's what I sang to myself for a week. Come aboard. So you went on a princess cruise. I went on a princess cruise. Yes, not a fun was ship. Gopher there? Kathy Lee. Uh, he was. And I'll tell you what, Mark. So I don't know how much this is going to come across, but they were obsessed with the love boat, which was a princess cruise line. Right. Um, it wasn't the, the Pacific ship. Princess. The Pacific princess. Now, um, here, while I'm trying to find what I'm trying to find, I had actually never seen an episode of The Love Boat before I got on the <laughs> ship because it is one of the only things available on on-demand television. Oh, my gosh. Are really? three episodes of The Love Boat. But even before that, when we had to, um, and I will back up here in a second, but <laughs> all gather together and watch the safety video, which is the oh, Love Boat the logo lo- with oh the safety video uh put inside and then i don't know if this oh i must have erased it um they had a whole song of the safety video sung to the tune of the The love love boat boat. so i had never seen the love boat (laughs) i cannot believe what a garbage show that is it is unbelievable. It is I cheap looking. It is badly. A- one episode boat. had a laugh track and the other one did not have a laugh track. Mm. And the thing that blew me away is the little girl, um, whatever that, t- that like 13 year old's name. That is the same girl as the girl in the movie Airplane. Yes. Yes. I had no idea which a, mo- a movie she also ruined. <laughs> <laughs> so she, uh, I... I believe she was on the boat the week before, by the way. Oh, so she's got to milk that. Oh, yeah. for, so I saw her once. <laughs> so San Diego in the 80s uh, opened their cruise ship terminal and uh, for Princess Cruises. And they had like a grand unveiling that my grandmother took me to. Okay. Because we loved the ship, the love boats. And she was there. I can't think of her name. The right episode, now. I get, and like, <clears throat> you know, it's bad when even I don't recognize the guest stars because they're too obscure and like from the 40s and 50s. Um, but there was one, the whole episode was, uh, uh, it was Flor- not Florence, <laughs> Florence Griffith Joyner, no. Uh, Florence Henderson from yeah. the Brady Bunch. Right. And, um, Oh, what's his name? Dang, yeah, but he was in, he was on the Larry Sanders show. He was on Arrested Development, the dad in Arrested Development. Uh, um, from dang, uh, Nabbit. From um, Jeffrey Tambor. Okay. Um, 
they were a couple and Florence Henderson was going to die of cancer. And so they went on the boat to find him a new, a new wife. And that was the whole episode of that. Um, But yes, they embraced. In fact, when they announced that Julie McCoy was on the last ship, there was an audible. (gasps) From the entire crowd. Jill Whelan. Yeah, Wellen Whelan. Um, But even... even so, nobody under the age of seventy knows what the and you know what the love boat even is. That's probably true. And uh, Charo was like queen, like she was on every other episode. Cha 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 and cha cha cha. Uh. And Charo was was big. And um, the one of the Gabor sisters, Jaja, she was always on. Uh, there it was, was, there was a, like it, it was one of the like shows rotating yeah where cast. guests where old actors yeah, kind was, of go to die or like people who who <clears throat> are on other sitcoms or yeah no that it, was the that was the gimmick right right it, it was kind of um uh fantasy islandish right that which way. I never it's, saw either yeah so there's there's the mainstay cast which is the the crew of the boat yeah 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 including uh Captain Steubing's daughter who was Jill Wellen yeah um and just with the world's worst haircut, that poor girl. <laughs> I hadn't put together that was there. The girl, because that's totally that's my least girl. favorite part of it. I love that part where the, she plays that little girl in the in the hospital in the gurney or whatever, and right. they knock out her IV, which is a great scene and a hilarious song. But like, just I mean, I'm sure it was she was made to do that, but just that has always taken me out of that scene. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so we've been on. I've been on two cruises, okay. one with Nick. Uh, okay. Uh, Caribbean cruise uh, before I met Nick, and then Nick and I went um, Mexican Riviera. Okay. Uh, so And it was on one of the, these main cruise lines? Yeah. Okay. Carnival. And, okay. And what, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. So, you, I should have asked you for more information because there was, there was some things I was shocked with, with just the boat and then some things that. So, I've read. We went like 15 years ago. Okay. And so I had read about cruises changing the format because of human backlash against the format. But apparently the format is exactly what you experienced, which is they control everything so that they can squeeze more money out of you. Yes. There is not a stone or turnip (laughs) that is not squeezed. So the first big shock for me, because, uh, um, so to back up, I just went on an Alaskan cruise with my family. It's my mom and dad's 50th anniversary. And it turns out actually my brother and sister-in-law, um, are going to be moving to Worthington, Minnesota. What? Um, because my brother is going to be a pastor out there. And oh, fun. It's kind of like Very radio, good. how you have to start in the small yeah. markets and then kind of get your, your feet under and work your way up to Sunnyside, I guess. <laughs> um, so, you know, kind of saying goodbye to them. My other yeah. niece just got married. One just graduated from high school. Another just graduated. So just lots of stuff. And so we went on this week week cruise and, you know, the food and stuff is all like to me is all included like you go on a boat and it's like i uh the one time we did an all-inclusive thing um was when i had uh, my five-year 10-year wedding anniversary and we went to uh, the bahamas and it was an all-inclusive resort and it really was i mean you get there and like you don't bring your wallet like you don't bring anything and and so i was kind of expecting that the thing i never in a million years thought they wouldn't have is free soda right like i get 
upselling alcohol. Like that makes total sense. That's the point of the cruise or whatever. But you have families, you have all this stuff. And yeah. it is. So how much did, did you see this text message thread when I said that? I did. Okay. So the soda deal <laughs> is either $2 a can or $82 for a week. Oh, my word. And you can't, I was going to allow myself one special day because we were on the boat all day long, like no stops. And it was the first day and I had not brought any of my own. I didn't, any of this stuff and we were just stuck out there. They confiscate that. Well, they do not. And I'll tell tell you how to do it. (laughs) Because we tried to get alcohol back in, in the Bahamas cruise and, and. uh, They might be a little more stringent on that, but yeah, yeah, that first stop when we hit Juno. The only thing I was concerned with was not the beautiful <laughs> glacier we are going to see, but that we would be stopping at that Fred Meyer so I can fill my backpack with a 12-pack of caffeine-free Diet Coke and a six-pack of regular Coke. So oh that was, yeah, but that's weird. So you do get, like, you get to eat at the buffets, and there's a restaurant that just has pizza and an ice cream place and a hot dog and hamburger place, and that was all included. But there are other special restaurants on the boat that you can go to. But everything, like, even taking, we wanted to take a boat tour like a behind the scenes go to see a hundred and twenty dollars to take a little tour of the boat to what, what, what to te- like to go see i don't know the engine room or like just to take a tour of the cruise ship what the like a behind the scenes tour that's baffling yeah <laughs> yeah you're already there yeah <laughs> So everything. Wow. Yeah. And then when you get to when you get to all the ports, we stay. Uh, we stopped in uh, four ports. We stopped in Juneau, Ketchikan, uh, Skagway, and then in Victoria, BC on the way back. Yeah. Um, and you get off the ships and it is like the definition of a little tourist town. And yeah. by little, I mean little. I was shocked that Juneau was all that. I was like one block long. It was insane. It was very nice, but every every single one of the stores in these towns are a souvenir shop or like 75 to 80% of them are jewelry. Really? And many That's of these stores are owned by Princess margins. Cruises. And so there were some right. stores in town that are like locally owned. We don't give kickbacks to Princess Cruises. So the majority of all these stores are owned by Princess Cruises. And I was... Where's my little piece of paper here? So I just quick did a little research and and part of my assumption was true. So uh, our tour boat, I'll, I'll start with this, was the Ruby Princess. And I have some Ruby Princess facts. So it was is a $400 million boat. Um, let's see. I had a list of how. Um, well, that looks it, nice. Yeah, it is 951 feet long. The Titanic... What do you think? Bigger or smaller? Uh, much smaller. The the Titanic's dinky dinky. Yeah. Titanic was 883 oh. okay, that's and not... 92 feet wide. This one was 951 feet okay. long and 118 feet wide. Got it. So not dinky. Yeah, it, not it dinky, but, but yeah. And this was, I mean, we weren't on even one of the biggest ones either. There right. was a Holland America one that was following us around. There's There were five cruise ships in our pod. And oh. so every town oh. would be descended on. And these towns like Skagway has like 938 people. Oh, my word. Most of which leave for the winter. Right. So like these towns are sustained by the cruise ship tourism. And so Princess Cruise owns Princess, uh, Carnival, Holland America, and something called Seaborn. And then Norwegian Cruise Line is owned by Jinting Hong Kong, 
Mm-hmm. And then there's Royal Caribbean that has some other ones. So those are the major ones. But I did I did sort of guess that uh, Princess, which is owned by the Carnival uh, Cruise Line Company, that they were probably all owned by one conglomerate. Yeah. So 15,000 people a day arriving on five of these giant cruise ships, which just dwarf these small towns. <laughs> I mean, literally, the cruise ship is three times bigger than, right. than these towns. And so... Like a swarm of locusts, everybody piles into these cities and ravages them, and then gets on the boat, and then and then comes back. But um, the one the one thing we did stop at um, to do we watched the Southern Mendenhall Glacier, which is in outside of Juneau. So we rented a little car with my family and went out there. And when we got to Skagway, we went up to a, an abandoned town called uh, Dai, I think, or Dyer, one of those. Um, that was when the gold rush first started, they established this city that eventually Skagway um, wiped off the map because Skagway had both the port and they built a rail line up to Canada. And so Dyer just went away. But we drove maybe an hour up straight up a mountain in what's called a Unimog, which is a Mercedes um, I think they have those Hummer, but yeah, not a Hummer. It's yeah. like a transport vehicle. I think those they have those at Yellowstone that they use in the winter time. Yeah, to go over big snow. And banks. so, like, they put that in first gear, and it's going like a half a mile per hour, but nothing will stop it. And so, like, you're climbing this twenty percent grade up this dirt mountain in this Unimog, <laughs> and we did. Um, we went to a Iditarod dog training facility awesome and so you get off and there's dogs everywhere and they're not what they let us know is not like the huskies that you picture when you picture the iditarod these are all like combinations of work dogs and each iditarod team kind of like builds their own dog team with all the traits of all these working dogs so they more or less look like mutts because they that's what they are and these dogs are like so out of control like want to run and want just yelling and barking at each other and talking to each other and just like you have to stop this 200 pound sled that they're pulling like you have to stand on the brake because they are just like go 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 and so you kind of loop around a couple times up in the training facility which didn't have snow which confused me at first but you're in this big like oversized golf cart thing that holds eight six or eight people um and then you get to meet the puppies of the for the next generation of Iditarod and then they talked about the history of the race and and what that is and and so that that part was really neat that was our big our big excursion in one of the places but the other ones we just we just descended upon the tourist the tourist places and and did that have have you ever heard of Ali Zirkel hmm. uh she is an Iditarod um, hmm. uh, uh contestant uh she's featured on an episode of a series called losers and she's never won the iditarod uh, oh i love that, that <clears throat> show i was talking about it's it a couple weeks really, ago really really yeah. interesting so she's competed uh 19 years straight uh she's come in second three times wow and really really incredible episode of losers oh, I'll have to watch so that. if you're if you're an iditarod fan uh yeah that's check on out, netflix yeah Allie's urkel Alley Circle. Yeah, that I mean that race you get like 20 minutes of sleep a night. And so like that's the biggest foe is just sleep deprivation. Yeah. And then like literally falling off of your 
your cart because you're too tired and your dogs will just keep running because now they're like, now nothing's telling us to stop yep. <laughs> freedom. And they'll just like run and but the, the dogs will follow because they've learned like, oh, follow the orange things. And so like the dogs in one case showed up like a day and a half before the sledder and the sledder had to be picked up by the next guy <laughs> or whatever. Um, but to give you, I have some more uh, ship facts here. Um, so we found a list of, uh, how much, uh, how much the food and stuff that they go through every uh, day. So, so how many people are aboard? So there are about 3000 passengers and I believe about 1000 crew. Right. And my other guess was that the ship is clearly not, um, registered in the United States. Cause I kind of knew that going in that all of these cruise lines are outside the United States right. for various reasons. Um, this st- so th- as far as the people on board, I think it was probably in thirds. So there was the retirement age, there were um, families and um, international tourists uh, mm. like Asians and, oh, and Russians and stuff like that. Met a guy from England who came over just to take. He's like, I just was in the Finland fjords and now I wanted to see these. And so, um, but as far as the staff goes. Um, I would say the white American English speaking uh, demographic was underrepresented (laughs) almost completely. Right. Like, and everybody, yeah, very international crew, uh, especially from, um, boy, I wouldn't even know a lot of Spanish and Southeast Southeast Asia Asia. and and Indian. Yep. Uh, That's that's what we experienced as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, there's no way that this is going through an American land-based corporation with all of this international. Um, So we have, I'll tell you, uh, let's see, how should I do this? So in amount, let's let's start with fish. (laughs) So there's three butchers to to clean just the fish and stuff like that. So the amount of fish prepared daily, what would be your guess? Are we measuring in pounds? It just says fish, so I don't think this one is pounds because the other ones are labeled in pounds. So this, I guess, just whole fish, and whole they had f- fish, you know, salmon, 4, 4, and they had people. I mean, it's got it's got to be in the thousands. Yeah, every day, seventeen hundred fish wow. are prepared, fourteen hundred pounds of poultry, seventeen hundred pounds <laughs> of beef. 1,400 pounds of pork or pork products, 300 pounds of veal, and 200 pounds of lamb. I mean... What's the carbon footprint of that shit? Well, that was the funny part because they talked a lot about global warming and they cloud when you go into, so you sail the inside passage, which is the part of Alaska that kind of sticks down, that little panhandle part that we annex from Canada. It looks like it's such a bizarre little... um, And I kept trying to figure out, which no one knew the answer, how wide that piece is but like nobody cares because you can't pass over anyway so it's not like there's a way around it but it's certainly not very very wide but you kind of travel up that to the very tip of of where kind of alaska starts jutting out and that is glacier bay where they have some uh the big glaciers and then um you head back down but when you're in glacier bay national park which is almost a full day of cruising they shut down a large portion of the ship and they don't you know they don't get rid of their gray water and and all that they have all these rules and they do work really closely with the uh u.s department of interior and and like they have uh, national park service guides come on the ship in glacier bay and talk about everything and so it was ironic because one of the things we all pointed out was that when you're on the ship there was a constant 
belching smoke, yellow smoke trail. And not like it's puffing off the boat like a train and dissipates. Like you could see into forever your line of yellow yeah. smoke. So I, if, if you could take a picture of the ozone, there would be like a ribbon just like cut clean through. Because there's five ships every day. 15,000 right. new people a day. Right. Um, but I mean, it's obviously in the cruise ship's interest to keep keep things nice around there. So at least I hope. But yeah, it was funny to, to listen to talk about con- conservation and global warming. And here we are in this gigantic cruise ship with 1,600 pounds of salad <laughs> and 1,500 sandwiches a day made. Wow. Um, what else? 500 pounds of pasta, 25 hundred pounds of vegetables, 2,700 pounds of potatoes, um, 6,000 pastries, every, all of this every day. You also sent a text message talking about the helicopter tours. Yes. So when we were at, um, the, our first stop in Juneau, we went, we, you have to drive out if you want to see the Mendenhall glacier and there's a glacier and there's like a really cool waterfall that comes down in the same spot and you could walk down to the beach and we were standing there and you, and over the horizon, you see five identical helicopters all flying in a row over the glacier. Apocalypse now (laughs) style over this glacier in like uniform. And then back to when we got back to the boat, we saw them all land. Boom, 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 boom. Get the old people off, get the new people on, do the same thing, but just five in a row. It was crazy. Wow. So yeah, there's so much, must be so much exhaust and so much, impact of of i mean 15,000 people a day just right. like garbage wise or waste wise or water wise is just insane but um the boat was very nice and the vo- um the rooms were very nice they're just like a standard hotel room maybe about 75% uh of the size of it so everything's a little a little smaller but super comfortable they had a great a tiny shower it was like it reminded me in uh in Empire Strikes Back after Luke gets hit by the Wampa <laughs> right. and he has to be in that little cylinder of water that's, and like float there. That's basically what the shower was. It's like submarine showers. Yeah. 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 And so you had that, you had the little vinyl shower curtain that constantly just like sticks to, sticks you. to your oh, body and you can't worst. ever get it off. But it was like the whole is probably the same as, as yours. The bathroom is, is tiny and kind of like one, one unit, unit. or whatever. There's the shower toilet sink. And, um, but it reminded me of when I did the salt water float uh-huh. because like the water, the water pressure was really good on the boat and it was hot, like in, hot for as long as you would stay in there, like say 40, 45 minutes where I would just, sh- no. like there's only so many things to do on the boat. And like my worry going in was that I would get a little stir crazy or a little trapped. And there's certainly enough places to look around, you know, to walk around. I mean, I walked so much. I joked that I got your Disney rash from when you went to Hong Kong and had walked like 900 miles a day. Um, But then I'd be like, well, I'm bored. I can either continue to chain smoke (laughs) or Or I can go take a 45 minute shower in total darkness and silence. And so it was like your own little isolation pod with like hot water that wouldn't end. And so I enjoyed that part. My, (laughs) my dark, quiet showers. Um, but lots of did you did you see any entertainment when you went on your cruise? We did. <clears throat> they had a full stage show with a. It was you know like an off Broadway off off thing, off off, off Broadway. It's, uh, yeah, but they had you know probably ten or fifteen 
cast members that and they did some kind of show every night yeah some musical number or the dance or the, yeah so we went we went on the first because i kept seeing the thing in in the they give you a daily newsletter called the princess patter and so it would like say what shows were that night and i really wanted to go because it was just called the princess cruise singers and dancers and i'm like i have yes, to go to this have to see that and so the first night we went they were having technical difficulties with the stage lift okay which um my brother took the tour of that which was free but i missed it because my my phone didn't you were reset i was in the shower for five hours and nobody can contact me because there's no text messaging on board uh, that was hard too to be separated with yeah. that without that text messaging um, but he, my brother said the lift went, it was like four stories to get wow. props and sets on, but they had problems the first night. Um, but we went back and another thing my brother pointed out is like, usually in a theater, you do the same show for a different audience every night forever. This one you do what? different shows, shows for, for the, the same, same audience for seven days, which <sighs> is interesting. So yeah, it was the same, just the same. And it was all d- different excuses to sing old old people's favorite songs and so like my mom every time we would go she would come out she's like well i just i had trouble following the story and i kept telling her there's no story this is just an excuse for them to sing like a frank sinatra song and then something from the 80s and then something from the 70s like that's why it's this dream sequence right. of this person in bed and all these things come in her or whatever but it was just super earnest and when when they were having stage difficulties my brother of all people made a waiting for Guffman joke and he goes uh um because they stopped the show and they started the show and then finally we just all left because it had been like 45 minutes and he goes should we do should we start covered wagons again (laughs) (laughs) which is really funny uh so living in Hollywood we uh you know we were alongside a lot of entertainers and and stuff and Jim J. Bullock uh, right so he did Broadway he did um Hairspray okay. uh, on yeah. Broadway. And uh, Hairspray made uh, uh, an appearance on a cruise. So he worked cruise ship for like six months. Wow. Uh, and made good money yeah. and did all this stuff. And and there's a lot of perks because, you know, you've got like, you've got rehearsals and you've got a show and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you and get room and board. Room and, and board. And, and uh, yeah. I told my friend Wendy because they had like a lounge singer or whatever. I'm like, fish. why are you not on a cruise ship right now? And right. she just got married. She's like, I kind of wish I would have done that when I was younger because yeah. it totally makes sense. Yeah. Even I was like, maybe I should just take four months off, go work in a Ketchikan souvenir shop. Exactly. And then come back and have, you know, eight months of the year to just do nothing. <laughs> Once a week, twelve thousand people show up at your store a day. The rest, right? And then the rest of the week is uh, <laughs> so boring here. Just nothing. Um, so let's see. What are some of? The, oh, I I did I did I took notes on my on my phone during the trip. So I'll just sort of read some of these off. They did suggest to not touch your fellow passengers uh, huh. and to wash your hands a lot. So that was good. Um, I bought my cologne there. I had yep. each we got. Each, I think, because we signed up early, got $100 to spend on the ship. And so um, I chose, because I need the cologne anyway, and cologne so expensive, I would never just buy it on my own. So I drug my niece to help me find it. And I found something called... You didn't use that for your sodas? I was going to, but I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I will not give them the satisfaction. Because I, I, I was like, I could either go buy the package and just drink so much of it... <laughs> 
they'll regret it, I guess, <laughs> or to just not give in at all. And after they denied, because I wanted to buy it just for the one day, because they list it in your room. They say daily nine ninety nine, and I'm like, all right, that's ridiculous. But I can drink ten dollars worth of Coke a day. But they're like, no, you have to buy the whole week. And I was like, well, oh, screw you, <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> um. So yeah, I bought I bought my cologne, which is called um, Man Wood Essence. <laughs> Which I thought was perfect. <laughs> Not man wood. Um, yeah, and you sent me. I, uh, <laughs> I was originally booked in my room with my niece, who we knew would just go stay with my other nieces, but she was yep. on the manifest, I guess, and it was her birthday over this week, and so I was getting coupons for like to give her for birthday things or whatever from the ship. And the first day we get there, there's like this cheese platter and what else was on it? Some meats, I think. I forget what else. And I was like, oh, that must be like special for her. And so I ate it and then later told her, hey, a cheese plate showed up for you. I ate that. And then a couple days later, there's some beautiful chocolate covered strawberries. And I was like, oh, well, like, I guess that's an appropriate thing to give a teenage girl for... For her 20th birthday, but whatever. Uh, and then I looked at the note and it said, let's see. It says, Princess Grew is just for you. And then typed on there, chocolate dipped strawberries from Wink Wink. Enjoy the trip. Take pictures. And so there is a, so there that is was- a picture of me eating, <laughs> eating my chocolate covered strawberries with my favorite person in the world, me, <laughs> in the mirror. So... Uh- it they I was sitting around thinking about your. Did you see how nice they were? Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I did see that picture. So that was the second item, which would have had the second note. The first note I see, gave I a didn't little bit more. <laughs> gave a little more information. <laughs> and so the first note basically said, um, <clears throat> "Enjoy your trip uh, from your special someone." <laughs> right. And so I knew you were there with your fairly conservative family and I wanted to (laughs) cause uh, some some stirring behind the scenes that nobody was willing to really talk about out in the open. Right. And and so uh, it was actually for a cruise ship stuff. It was really affordable. So I spent 20 bucks total. Oh, nice. uh, On a a nice cheese plate and and a series of chocolate dipped strawberries. strawberries. And I I considered for a moment having one special thing arrive every day. Right. They didn't have that many special things. You couldn't get so Wish.com to, to order out there. Exactly. So um, so both things arrived, but I didn't want to ask. Like I, it oh, was, right. Did those things show so up? So did your cheese plate show up? So um, once you sent uh, the strawberries. The I did yeah. ask, like, did you get the cheese plate? Yeah, because I still, even at the strawberries, just figured the cheese plate was somehow for my niece. Yeah, we got the message, uh, which one of you guys did this <laughs> to the group? And I smiled. It was, it was good. Yeah, so, that was really funny. That's always, fu- it's, it's a weird, my mom did, uh, like got us a gift when yeah. we went on the cruise, and yeah, and you I, go on their website and look for their name, and uh, yeah, it was then super order fun. Somebody has. Yeah, Silly. so thank you for those. <laughs> um, so lots and lots of eating. Like I felt like. Did you gain any weight? So I'll I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> so I felt like, especially that first day, like we we got there. In Seattle, we left around one. So by the time we all got up there and we got something to eat on the boat at the cafeteria or over the main cafeteria. And then every night we had 
not a formal dinner, but like a nicer dinner yeah. at um, 7.15. And so like that first couple of days, it's like you're eating and eating. And especially for me who like I, I eat once a day and then kind of for a couple of hours at night, I'll have different things. But like during the day, I usually don't eat. And it's like, that's all. And it's like, is this how people live? <laughs> like... You have a huge meal and then like two hours later, another huge meal and then everybody gets ice cream and like hot dogs in between. And I'm like, what? Then they wake you up for another meal. I know. And then like I barely, I wanted to do room service because room service is included in that too. But like we're eating from 7.15 to like 9.15 every night with these like multi-course meals. And like I barely had the energy to order my what was called a croquette manjour, yep. which is a delicious grilled ham and cheese sandwich, but then um, dipped in egg batter and then yep. like made up like French toast, kind of like a Monte Cristo and some yogurt and and orange slices and <laughs> and chocolate mousse cake <laughs> and all of these other things that I'm eating at one in the morning just because like I have to because right. it's part of the thing that I can do that. Did they have a midnight chocolate bar? No. And we couldn't figure out there was like no schedule for the hot tubs. Like they would just be arbitrarily closed. And then like it was really strange. And then like they were all packed with kids the whole time. So it's not like you could just go and enjoy that. Every once in a while, the one in the very back was open. Uh, But that was it was just like hit or miss. And they didn't have signs up. And that was really confusing. Um, We almost I almost saw the Aurora Borealis. Um, which is sort of visible at this time yeah. of year. I was standing up outside at one in the morning smoking because <laughs> no, I had just taken my shower, so I didn't know what else to do. And I noticed like all these people out, which usually there was not a lot of people out at one in the morning. They were all just staring into the darkness. So finally I asked what everybody was doing. And they were like, well, it's a chance we can see uh, the Aurora Borealis. And the, the one major thing about this ship, now I am fairly good directionally. I have always been yeah. fairly decent at least which direction I'm facing or heading or getting places. I have never been more confused <laughs> than on this cruise ship. Yeah. And even to the last day, I still was like having trouble with it. And I don't think I was the only one because I saw more men walking Just... around like so confused because like for the first time our powers of direction were like stripped and we're like getting off the wrong elevators and like on the wrong side of the boat and the front or directionally was so difficult and then like the, the way they laid it out was not any easier because i was on where did it go so i was on level eight room 405 section e <laughs> Muster section D. Oh, my word. And I still don't know the difference between port, starboard, forward, aft, stern, bow. Like, those words are meaningless to me. Like, (laughs) they've always been that way, and they always will be, no matter how many times people (laughs) try to walk me through it. Left and port have the same number of letters. (laughs) That's all you need to know. (laughs) Could have used that information before. (laughs) But then they kept, like, there were, so, let's see, port, starboard, forward, stern, bow. Like, that's already five. And there was a couple others that I was forgetting that they would reference. Well, and I'm like, there's only four and directions. Aft, bow and stern. Like the bow and stern are physical things. Forward and after directions pointing towards the bow and the stern. And there's port a and starboard. Stern, a stern has no meaning in the stern. real world. It's the stern of the boat. <laughs> is that the front or the back? You, the back. You're pointing behind you. Isn't the bow the back? No. The bow is Why the not? front of the boat. See, 
you're getting an insight into my confusion over this whole week because none of those terms make sense. Um, but I was shocked at how quickly up to full speed, which is about 23 knots, you know, 20 miles per hour or so, that those boats get. I mean, like in five minutes, they are up to speed and they have side thrusters yeah. to move them out of the dock, which was interesting. Yeah, they're, they're engineering marvels. Yeah, they, they are the largest think they're besides aircraft carriers and they oh. might even exceed aircraft carriers um it, the largest physical things made by humans i mean it just and to see <clears throat> them pull up in these tiny little towns yeah. and just have five of them parked next to this these small towns yeah there's also interesting technology with cruise ships because they're inherently unstable because <laughs> the value goes up the further away from the water you are. So okay. if you can have some, you know, a, a view. deck of you as something that's higher. So they want to push everything up as far as they restaurants can. and activities and everything. And that makes the whole thing inherently unstable. And so they've got the incredible engineering feats going on underneath the water to keep the boat upright and well, we wondered like every time we rolling. saw whales, like three thousand people on the upper deck would run from one side to the other. <laughs> but I did note like the one thing, party. the one thing that uh, I was surprised at is like I never really felt the boat rock. It always just kind of oh, felt like an airplane. It's just kind of that low rumbling yeah. of the engine, which is super soothing. But it never, I mean, a couple times, but like it never had that rocking back and forth motion at all. Huh. Yeah, it was really fascinating. That that is. So you didn't experience land sickness nope. of uh when you after being on a boat you feel like you're moving. We did. Yeah, yeah that's that's different from And our, it could be boat. just because I mean we were mostly in the inside passage yeah. and you're not at open sea where the water is right. is raging or anything like that. But yeah, I didn't I did notice that. Um hmm. What else do I have? Um well you want to do Okay, so with all that eating, yes, constant, constant eating. So, I was hoping so. I, so okay, it, yeah, yeah. to interrupt you there, I I remember on our trip we had one comedian, and I remember one joke from that one comedian. <laughs> he was giving. It was the first night. He's introducing everybody's on stage. It's in the the auditorium where the you know uh, the show goes on, and and he. He points over at his uh, the chair next to him. He's like, oh, "Firm stool. Last time you'll all see one of these. <laughs> it's like last time you'll experience this. Whatever." And he was just talking about basically you're going to be eating for seven days and yeah. uh, uh, and excreting it all yeah. rapidly. They had the cool like vacuum vacuum toilets though oh, nice. that just like they didn't use a lot like, of water. It just like emptied into a black hole, somewhere. like the <laughs> like an aircraft but toilet. Yeah, but like even way stronger than that. Like I felt like the towels were going to just like start <laughs> flying off the. <laughs> So those were pretty. Those were pretty neat. Awesome. Um, let's see. So a couple, a couple more ba- boat facts here, and then, um, <laughs> so the max passenger capacity is a thirty-five hundred and ninety-nine wow. and twelve hundred crew members, um, uh, eighty almost eighty-four thousand tons is the net registered tonnage. The gross registered tonnage is one hundred and thirteen tons. I don't know what that means, um, but I was hoping to gain. Five or ten pounds on this on this on this uh, trip. You didn't. I 
Did I spoil the end already? Did you, did your eyes. So I didn't. I didn't exactly weigh myself on the uh, before I left officially, but I've always been pretty much the same weight, yeah. except for a did couple. Did you lose a pound? I lost a pound. <laughs> I lost one pound on this trip, and the only thing I can attribute it to is I didn't eat as first as much as that 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 first day when we were just, I didn't know what to do. But there was so much walking. I mean, you get yeah, to these yeah. little towns, you have like totally. three hours to experience everything, and so you're <clears throat> walking from the boat to the town, then all around the town, and all of this. So, and then on the boat, like I can't sit still very well, and so I would just walk around like miles and miles and miles just around this boat just to have something to do. And so I think that's probably what what kept me fit and trim, I guess. But I was like, really? Wow. <laughs> so a net loss I of, hate of, of one pound. I should ask my family. Uh, <laughs> they, they gained all your Because they were like, you didn't eat breakfast? And I'm like, it's been four hours since we've eaten the last time. Like, what's... I don't need to carbo load for my next meal. We did have one of the fancy because it was my parents' anniversary, and so we went to one of the fancier restaurants. Oh yeah, yeah. And had like this really amazing six course meal that like had all this crazy stuff in it. That was really fun. But, we uh, yeah. Nick and I did that. Uh, our our waitress was Russian, and mm. I we don't I we still don't remember what I asked to have <laughs> uh, replaced on my plate. It was like came with mushrooms and I wanted salad instead or something like that. And, and it's not possible. <laughs> and she said it like, like three times. Well, no, I just want some fruit. Uh, this is not possible. <laughs> and so there's an ongoing, <laughs> that's uh, hilarious. And, and that's been 15 years. That's still part of our lexicon. And when, and when we bring up, that's not possible. Uh, that <laughs> instantly brings us back to that meal. There was the special meal in this special little yeah. fancy place up at the top, looking out over all the stuff. That's yeah. so great. It's not possible. <laughs> not possible. Um, let's see. Oh, I did. So for anyone that would like to like, has not been on a cruise and they've been thinking about it. I don't think, my stereotypes either way were shattered. The yep. great things were great. The things that I was worried about was still a little like I felt a little stuck on the boat when we were there all day. So, what I love about cruise ships is you unpack once. Yeah. Uh, you you get on the boat once. You unpack once and it brings you to all the places. Yeah. And so you can kind of settle in. Uh, they definitely they know what they're doing for crowd control and and making uh, the logistics you know, of moving these people were <clears throat> astonishing it's it's incredible and even i mean even all that food that i listed i mean getting and all those supplies in and out of a boat and, and i i read a lot of reviews on cruise ships like for the big <laughs> for, cruise for lines fun. for fun for the because i always want to go on a cruise yeah. but then i you know then i add up the dollars and i never yeah do. uh uh, of the big lines, uh, apparently the Disney cruises are the best at logistics for oh, humans. There was, humans. Uh, my family talked to some people on, <clears throat> I don't remember if it was in Skagway or Ketchikan, but they called it like Chaos Wednesday. And that is when the Disney cruises came in. <laughs> and they said like people will call off, you know, like they're not coming into work. It's just, I can't imagine being on one of the Disney boats because that's, <laughs> Like there weren't, there were kids and stuff like that, but it was not annoying and there weren't like, they weren't running around crazy. Like it was all. On the Disney cruises, they segregate <laughs> the kids from the adults. The parents. Like you can be there as an adult. Yeah. And never feel like you're at Disneyland in the play area. Like yeah. it's, uh, they, 
because of that. But uh, all, yeah, all of these logistics were just astonishing to watch. Um, But if you are interested in going, I mean, Alaska is beautiful. Uh, The glaciers were really neat to see. Um, uh, Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool doing if somebody is on their 50th anniversary and wants to take you with them and then you don't have to buy tickets yourself. So <laughs> do recommend if somebody wants to pay for your thing. Um, but I would say the best place to buy souvenirs, most of them are all the same price and most places have the same thing except for Ketchikan, which had the two things I wanted to get and couldn't find <laughs> couldn't because find. I couldn't remember what store they were. And that's that's why Mark does not have his gold panning <laughs> starters kit because I could not find the stinking shop that that was in because I was shopping for a better price. But I did. Every single place had Ulu boards. Do you know what Ulu boards are? I They're a chopping. It. So uh, it's a block of wood. They have a couple different sizes, but um, maybe six by how like how big is this? Like six six inches yeah um six inches square piece that of wood six inches I think. <laughs> that's what i've been told um and then like with a scooped out top and it comes with a a small curved uh cutting blade with a wooden handle and you chop your stuff up inside the chopping bowl which keeps everything contained and my mom and dad got the one of these like 25 years ago when they went on their first alaskan cruise and I've always wanted one, but they not really. They can't really find them around here. They're like super expensive to order online. But every U L U is a type of knife, and so Ulu board. Uh, so every single shop had one of these. Uh, the first stop that we stopped at, they were forty dollars. I was able to finally oh, find mine for thirty, which was the cheapest price. Um, but they're really cool. Um, chopping chopping blocks i guess yeah. that keeps all your stuff scooped in this little yep. bowl and everything is shaped the same way so that was the big the big tourism item yeah. at every store was was that was the ulu board um what else i think that might be it it was it was great and yeah. and interesting and, and neat and just very a lot of things to see and my family is wonderful i mean we spent the whole mm-hmm. time together and didn't activities together and like no fights and no like drama and all that so I'm, I'm very lucky to have the family that i do and and it was fun fun to do even though i lost a pound yay <laughs> very cool well we missed you and missed a week but uh, glad to have you back yes let's do a couple stories of news and then oh no 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 <laughs> the main thing and i think my family might be listening just for the conversation that we're gonna have right now <laughs> okay so all of my nieces, I guess, were having a conversation on the way uh, on the way here. They drove the same kind of amount of uh, time as I did. So they were three hours in a car to drive to Seattle. And their question is, imagine a pool filled with those Orbeez, those little water beads or okay. whatever that you put yep. in and they're clear or whatever. Yep. So you fill your pool up with Orbeez. Yep. What happens when you jump in? Can you swim in them? Will you sink? Will you no. be what's being displaced? Will you how will you die? Um it's <laughs> um my my experience with those is they they are a tiny bit more dense than water, but they're mostly almost parody with water. They're almost right. exactly like a physical manifestation of water but that's not ice. It's right. a ball that is water. Right. Right. And With, what is, what is the actual substance? Is the it substance is poly... like a gelatin, but it's okay. a, it's, it's oil a, based. I'm y- sure. Yeah. It's, it's a uh, pure petroleum, pure petroleum based. <laughs> and, and so I think 
um, you would experience it very similar to water. You'd be able to swim through it um, and there might be more friction because you're moving those balls against each other. Uh, but I think generally you would have a, an experience very similar to swimming. Okay. You wouldn't, you definitely wouldn't like be, you'd you would, float on them. You'd be able to like, tread or be. <clears throat> you would be able to tread them. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Because then I you, you'll, just you'll the thought of them. drowning in Orbeez and then having to take that last <laughs> breath of all those tapioca ball things, just the worst way to go. Yes, that would be. So yes, that was the conversation that yep. kept going around. It's like, but That's would fun. you be heavier? Was it like quicksand where the more no. you struggle, it moves the there, physical ball out of the way and you keep sinking <clears throat> in it? So um, there's, uh, when when did we experience it? So there's, a situation that happens if air bubbles, like if there's a ship on the surface of the water and air bubbles are released from below it, the ship can sink because it's on air again. It's and falling. Yeah, exa exactly. The the substance around it is less dense. And so the ship is more dense than it's even more so mm -hmm. and is, is pulled down. And um, and so because these balls are more dense than water, just slightly more dense than water, like if you were to release one in a bottle of water, it would slowly it would sink down, not like a steel ball, but uh, but it's not floating. If they floated, then there might be a problem mm -hmm. uh, because they surface. would be less dense than the water and you wouldn't be able to tread them enough, you know, oh, right, right, to, right. to displace enough. So right. the fact that they're slightly heavier than water makes it safer for you. Uh, okay. because well, the only way to know for sure is up. to fill a pool full Let's of Orbeez. Do it. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> and it would be amazing because you wouldn't be able to see them unless they're the yeah. colored ones. Yeah. And then, That'd boy, just total mayhem. <laughs> Uh, oh, I did yes. have uh, one more thing. Sorry, yeah. I keep saying one more thing. But um, so uh, both Skagway uh, and the whole inside passage is experiencing something called isostatic rebound. And so Skagway mm. is raising a little less than an inch every year. And Glacier Bay is rising at about 1.25 inches a year. So isostatic rebound is so imagine you've got a sponge and the sponge is land and you put a giant block of ice on top of it which squeezes the sponge down. Well, as that ice melts, the sponge oh, wow. starts to rebound. So as the glaciers, and the glaciers are receding, but they've been, I mean, that's part of the process, and it's, right. it's we're way into the, the melting period. It's happening faster and faster now, and a little more out of control. But, I mean, this, this melting glacier process is the process that most of them are in. Um, but as they melt the land under it is is rebounding from being stuck <laughs> stuck under all of that pressure so i thought that was interesting um and and one of the things they called Menden, mendenhall glacier they compared they they were talking about the size of mendenhall glacier now what is my favorite unit of measurement erg <laughs> an erg yes that is true uh, <laughs> the amount of what is that a mosquito can lift lift in... lift a another mosquito <laughs> 1 centimeter <laughs> okay well what's my other favorite thing that uh size like if you're talking about the size oh, of something oh i don't remember it is the size of rhode island oh yeah <laughs> or delaware sometimes one, i guess they use delaware. this is one rhode island big as if everyone knows the size of rhode island 
<laughs> so anyway, it's the little so. estate. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so a little bit of news. First of all, um, do you did you um, hear how those computer hackers escaped from prison? Oh, I did not. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure how they got out, but afterwards they definitely ran somewhere. It's two weeks worth of laughter. <laughs> uh, well deserved laughter. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so some some news. Yeah, I had we, been unplugged from the news. Going without internet yeah. was, and then I ran out of data on the last <laughs> oh. day. I was so mad. <laughs> Stupid Canada. Uh, you got to get um, Google Fi unlimited data. Oh, I love it. Oh, interesting. Uh, it just slows down. Oh, so, but um, yeah, international. Unlimited data, uh, which in China has saved my life. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Uh, so the James Webb Telescope, uh, which will be launching to uh, uh, to orbit, it's it's basically the Hubble uh, times 10. It's it's uh, our new uh, telescope that is going into orbit. Oh, who's James Webb? He sounds familiar. I'll, I'll look, uh, yeah, look him up. Um, so we we've referred to the James Webb te- Telescope before in previous episodes. I think we should um, buckle down and do an episode on the James Webb Telescope. Yeah. The more I read about it, it was really fascinating. But it just passed a test that uh, clears the way for uh, basically assembling it uh, because it's very large. Uh, it has to uh, be. Uh, constricted into the shape of the inside of a rocket right and so it um once it is out it will deploy in like 16 different phases where it expands and does all the things and the last of those tests has completed where the secondary uh, mirror has extended and um and so that's really really good news the james webb telescope is going to uh, just revolutionize what we can see in our universe. Yeah. Right now, we've got got Hubble, which has definitely revolutionized from you know 1984 or whenever it went up until now. Uh, the Hubble telescope has really changed how we have thought about things, and uh, it's the first time we've been able to see planets outside of our solar system is with Hubble and things like that. Uh, James Webb is even grander and and more and also it's got some really interesting uh situational things like the orbit that it will be around the earth is further than the moon so it will be on an orbit it's called the l2 orbit and so it will be further than the moon from us as it orbits us and have you ever seen the two scale model of Earth and Moon. The Moon is surprisingly it's like hella far away. It's really, really far away. You know, it took uh, Apollo, the Apollo astronauts, four days to get there. Uh, you know, and you think about the international They're going like hundreds of miles an hour. Yeah, hundreds of yeah, ten about ten thousand miles an hour. Yeah, jeez. Uh, so uh, the International Space Station is about two hundred and twenty-five to hundred two hundred and fifty miles away from us. And uh, so James Webb Telescope will not have the Earth encumbering mm-hmm. its view of the universe. Oh, yeah, and, or the and, atmosphere getting in the way. Right. Or... And so it's got 
a big sale that is it's called uh, the sunscreen basically and it will um the mirrors that it has are looking in one direction and it's got a big screen blocking the earth and the sun wow. uh, on the other direction so it will have just an unencumbered uninhibited wow. view of space uh, space uh, from the perspective that it's in and wow. was I'm it the hubble just... telescope that they like forgot to convert millimeters to inches and it was like blurry because they they curved the mirror incorrectly <laughs> the, um i i think it I think it was, uh, and then there was. I do remember the mirrors didn't work when they the first made it up. The mirrors didn't work. I yeah, think and, that's why. And they had to engineer. They basically took the concept of how a uh, shower head works, and they re-engineered. Like, uh, we'll yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we definitely. Actually, need I'm to just do looking like through large, the Wikipedia large. article, which is super long. But James E. Webb was the administrator of NASA from 1961 to 1968. Oh, nice. Played an integral role in the Apollo program. Oh, nice. So, cool. So, yeah, so that uh, went out. Also in space news, uh, the crashed Israeli lunar lander spilled tardigrades on the moon. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, so uh, the first commercial lander to land on the moon failed in its landing. So it got uh, about 20 kilometers up uh, from... Uh, impact and and from the landing and had a failure and it crash landed uh so it had some tardigrades Aww. some live little, little uh, water bears water bears and those they're, they're fine in space though. have spilled out <laughs> onto the lunar surface they technically can hibernate and and survive in space they've been found on this on the surface of the international space station on the outside and so um they they won't be alive and walking around but they could be in a hyper uh they'll be pulled down i mean they're heavy enough to be affected by the gravity i would imagine so yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll land, land somewhere they'll land would that be crazy be... if that was like the perfect environment for tardigrades <laughs> and then like next year by this time they're like the surface <laughs> is just swimming <laughs> with this weird this microscopic animal that can survive everything. Big, the moon moon base from the tardigrade moon base. Uh, also on that chip uh, on that trip, there was a a um, lunar library added, and they added a microscopic. Uh, you can see it with a microscope, with a thousand power microscope, and it's glass with layers of nickel lasered onto it with all of the contents of Wikipedia oh, wow. and uh, a, a more than like 5,000 pages of content that uh, describes how to unlock everything else and wow. uh, describes our humanity and uh, kind of like the golden plates there yeah. on, on Voyager, but um, more just tons more data. Yeah. And so uh, that's, out there too and a little ad asking you to support wikipedia (laughs) (laughs) if everyone who's reading this right now gave us one (laughs) dollar then we could take this ad down Uh, well, I've got one. Uh, an, uh, the Oregon Department of Transportation set to open a new car-free trail in the Columbia River Gorge. So a new stretch of the historic Columbia River Highway 
State Trail will be opened on Saturday. This must be from a couple weeks ago. Uh, the three-mile section starts in the brand-new Wyeth Trailhead and extends just past Lindsay Creek. From there, it connects to another three-mile section into Viento Park. The trail will be uh, the trail will complete almost 73 miles of the old historic Columbia River Highway. The road was a spectacle when it was completed in 1922, but was cast aside to make way for Interstate 84. Um Blah, blah, blah. The trail's completion. Cyclists no longer have to use the shoulder of I-84 around Shell Rock Mountain. Um, there is a, still a five-mile stretch between Viento State Park and Hood River that will finish off the trail. That will hopefully uh, happen soon, too. Oh, another thing I was surprised at. Um, the best place, if you are going on the Alaskan cruise, to buy your... Um, there's a t-shirt hat pack. That you can buy. Most yep. of the plays are $20, but at the Juno stop, which is the first one, you can get them for $10. So I got a, a t-shirt and a baseball cap that says Alaska. And it said since 1959. And I was like, oh, that must be this clothing company because clearly Alaska has been around forever with the gold rush and all this stuff and Seward's Folly and blah, blah, blah. 1959. That was made a state. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. We'll That's from the Russians so crazy. Like $12. Or yeah. yeah. Seward's Folly. <laughs> yeah. But I was really surprised that it was that that in Hawaii, I guess, is that new as well. But yep. I guess just since they've been territories forever, somehow we made a mistake. So yeah, it, 59. That's 59. A couple of years before the Beatles. What do, you, what do you think about Puerto Rico becoming a state? That's what we talked about that, too. And I forget who was telling me, but is it true that the people of Puerto Rico continue to vote against that because they want to have some autonomy or is that just I don't know. I'm not sure. So I'll have to look into that huh. because I figured that they would want to because then maybe they'll get some FEMA relief or when they're wiped off the map every year because of these catastrophic storms. We won't just throw or be rolls able of, to vote. We, uh, yeah. You know. Or we won't just like throw rolls of toilet paper at them yeah. or paper towels or whatever. <laughs> Oh. Um, but yeah, so I'll have to look into that because that's what, um, and that would make sense that they're not because maybe they don't, they don't want to they be for some reason, us. or maybe that's just the story Fine. they're telling us. Um, <laughs> but that's the only mainstream media. So cup of noodles, <laughs> Nissen, uh, yeah. the company that makes couple cup of noodles, they're releasing an ultra nutritious instant ramen with all the nutrients your body needs. <sighs> It's the Soylent of Ramen? That's what the title oh, of the article said. my The Soylent gosh. of Ramen. So each packet of instant ramen includes over a third of the body's daily requirements. <laughs> you, I'm so man, happy right you, now. I don't have to eat nine times ever, a day for two hours ever. each. Right. Have my soup. Daily requirements for 13 vitamins, 13 minerals, protein, and dietary fiber. The, this might seem impossible, but the noodles. Well, this seems impossible. For all in noodles is what the all uh, in noodles all, all in noodles uh, are no simple strands of starch. Instead, each noodle has <laughs> nutrient packed core with standard noodle coating, which I wonder how many sweatshops are making my noodle <laughs> says preserves the texture and flavor of the noodle while also reducing the amount of carbohydrates by forty percent. Wow, compared to or ordinary ramen uh so so is this going to be released in the united states or I, is this just a i don't is nissen chinese these... or japanese japanese i believe Cup they're japanese okay i God, leave it to japan yeah they've got everything over there and everything uh scientists successfully turn breast cancer cells into fat oh uh to stop them well that's good spreading. news for both sexes <laughs> <laughs> bigger boobs and no cancer <laughs> 
<laughs> so this is only being done in in mice so far, but in where? Oh, in mice. In mice. Um, and in in mice. Just, no. <laughs> um, just mice with huge racks. <laughs> no. And to give them little sports bras. <laughs> Six of them. So essentially, what they're describing is, like, when you cut your finger, the uh, the cells that um, the epithelium cells begin to look less like themselves and more fluid and change into a type of stem cell that can then modify into something and they've triggered those cells to turn to fat cells instead of further cancer cells so as these cancer cells exist and they try to multiply as they they are triggered like oh I'm a fat cell and I need to make fat. And so it does that. So it didn't do it a hundred percent of the time. Wow. It's that's very like some... preliminary, but, but it was a really interesting approach. I'm like, you can do that. You can do that. Yeah. That's it, like Looney Tunes level of like the coyote <laughs> setting out of this way to cancer, except it's just right. a big pool of fat. fat. Yes. <laughs> so do, this is a dumb question, but does everyone still have stem cells or is that something that is only found when you're forming like in, in the womb or like as a baby or whatever? I don't know. Because they study, they have to do all this research on stem yeah. cells, which I know is controversial, but you think if you can get them from anyone, then... I, I don't think you can. I, I think, so think they're kind of a embryonic situation. Huh. All huh. the babies well, st- yeah. hoarding all the stem cells. <laughs> uh, that's, that's all the news I got. Awesome. Yeah, it was it was very strange being being away from news for the week. But it, I do have to say it is it is very, very calming to not have been just under the barrage of, of constant CNN alerts. Of CNN. They did, although the boat, one of the the only channels they had for live television were just all of the cable news channels, which was terrible. Um, I did make a note that said our cruise ship is so big the Native Americans can't see it. <laughs> and, which is a it's joke a from our, our callback from our last Portland at the movies movie, which made that old wise tale claim that when um, Europeans first came to America, the Native Americans couldn't see their ships because they had no concept. The Indians had no concept of what boats were. And so they just didn't see them. So I did make myself laugh making that note that the cruise ship was so big. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that wasn't it, but I guess I can just keep rambling forever. So we'll call it to a close. Thank you for indulging me in all of that. It was a fun trip, and I'm glad I'll have a... Yeah, and if you're, if you're listening to this, you won't be able to hear our last episode because it uh, succumbed to technology woes. It and did. It uh, recorded. We did a really interesting episode. I'm calling it interesting because uh, it was my topic. <laughs> and I found it interesting because I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, on Buckminster Fuller. Oh, that's right. And um, that uh, episode was failed to Even though I checked record. it. I we did. checked. I checked it. Yeah, just like this one. So we're hoping this one records too. Yes. Uh, so. so my family can finally know what happens when you fall into a, fool, a pool full of Orbeez. You'll float. You'll float. You'll, you'll, float you'll, down you'll do what you do in whatever. In you, like if you sink in regular water, you'll also sink <laughs> in there. It won't give you the ability <laughs> right. to swim. Right. So, well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, find all our past episodes at markandtodcast.com. Uh, and uh, at Portland at the movies in a couple weeks we will be doing Sasquatch uh, for the movie for Portland at the movies the um, uh, 
should we you're making a shark eating hand <laughs> that's my picture of a, a waveform oh okay oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of speaking of waves, cool waveforms and waveforms uh go to sonicsketches.com which is a place where you can get your favorite song captured as a high resolution audio wave and then rendered as a carefully detailed full contrast image so what these are uh, you can buy it two different ways a set of three 12 by 12 panels on really nice heavy paper or a single 8 by 24 piece of brushed polished aluminum so um they're the waveforms of your favorite song or your favorite soundbite or you can make uh, custom audio if you have um audio of a of, of a relative or a, or a loved one that you want made into a piece of art that you can put on your wall, then go to sonicsketches.com uh, and use the promo code Mark and Todd Cat. No, not Mark and Todd Cast, just Mark and Todd. Mark and uh, for Mark, Mark Todd. Mark Todd. Good grief. How long have I been away? <laughs> Hello. I don't know how to do any of this anymore. Uh, yeah, promo code Mark Todd. If you do get one, uh, take a picture and send it to us so yeah. we we'll see, see what it looks like. Totally. Totally. So check them out. Um, it helps support the show, even if you just go visit the website. So uh, do do that. Um, other than that, we will see you guys next time. Let's go out with a little love, exciting and new. I listened to this song yesterday. Did you? In its entirety. In I like morning. how this opening is clearly like telling me that these people are because it starts with the guest stars. The, yes. the television show. So this one is telling me that these people are famous. Jeffrey Bean. Morgan Brittany. Mike Connor. Oh, I know who Mike Connors is, I think. Christina Farrar. Richard Gillian. And Halston. Halston? No idea. I think he's a clothing designer of all things. Jane, Jane Kennedy. Bob Mackey. <gasps> we all know who Bob Mackey is. Do you know who yep. Bob Mackey is? He's... Super famous uh, designer, right? For Cher. He does Cher, all, yeah. of, all, all of Cher's nonsense <clears throat> clothing like, in the and, 80s when she wore that one black, weird, feathered thing to the Oscars. And um, uh, and what's her name? The famous comedian. She did, he did oh, the, Phyllis Diller. Uh, no. no. He should uh, have done Phyllis Diller. He should have. Uh, he did the curtains on what's her name? Um, oh, uh, Carol on the Carol Burnett show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she, oh, that That's was so Mackie. great. That, I believe, still is the longest... Uh, laughter break for a studio audience in the history of television is when Carol Burnett was doing the Gone with the Wind parody sketch and walked down the stairwell wearing the curtain. Now, have you seen the the real um, Gone with the Wind? wind. Does she wear... Because I'm wondering now if she actually in that movie did turn curtains into a dress because I've heard other people (laughs) reference that too, but that can't possibly be true. Anyway, I won't won't interrupt the (laughs) theme anymore. Starring Dick Sean, Bobby Short, L.P. Summer, and Camilla Sparky. We're expecting you. Gloria Vanderbilt. With a with her baby Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Let it flow. It floats back to Harold She was on the <laughs> With Gavin McLeod as your captain. <laughs>